2: Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining me, your host, Lance Descott, for another episode of the Drop Podcast. The Blues spending a road trip four games out. First one was against the Islanders. It got a little uh, questionable there at the end. Uh, the Islanders come back from a 2 to nothing deficit to tie it, but the Blues won it in a shootout by, from goals by Braden Shin and none other than Vladimir Tarasenko. They would play the next night, last night, in Madison Square Garden, uh, the, one of the famous arenas in the country. If you guys have never been there, I suggest you go. It's an old place, but it's a fun time to go to MSG. And that's not mon- monosodium glutamate, so it's actually Madison Square Garden. So anyway, enough of the humor. Uh, they would be playing against the Rangers and their old uh, defenseman, not old, but their past defenseman, Kevin Shattenkirk, who's had a decent year coming into the game. I believe uh, he had uh, one goal and three assists. So I think they're, they're happy with him so far. We'll have to see how the year goes for him there in New York because New York can be a very tough place to play. The Blues wanted to jump on the Rangers early because the Rangers can score goals in bunches when they get things clicking really well. And then you've got Henrik Lundqvist in goal, and once they get ahead of you, he tends to batten down the hatches and doesn't allow a lot of things past him. So it was important for the Blues to get out fast. And would they get out fast? Yes. And you wouldn't believe... Who got his second goal of the year yeah that's right Carl Gunnarsson Gunnarsson has had two goals in his past 105 games before the season started and now he's got two goals in four games go figure here's the goal by Gunnarsson
0: and underway for the Blues, Braden Shen between Jaden Schwartz and Ivan Barbashev here comes Schwartz for the Rangers JT Miller centering Michael Grabner here's a goal the Blues right off the bat 15 seconds in and
3: what a start for St. Louis Carl Gunnarsson in the slot. Wow, what a play by Schwartz after the New York Rangers have a chance to get the puck out of their zone inside the blue line. They're a little lackadaisical, and with that, Schwartz reads it and picks it off right there. Now he doesn't have much room there on Shattenkirk, so he peels off and look at three Rangers go towards Schwartz, and that leaves Gunnarsson wide open. The left hander just shoots it.
2: A great goal by Gunnarsson. And I'll tell you what, guys, I think the reason he has scored two goals is the Blues are bringing those defensemen up, all of them, including Gunnarsson, and he's getting some opportunities closer to the net. They're not just shooting these pucks from 30, 40 feet out. They're getting some good quality chances, and that was set up by a great pass by Schwartz. Man, I think Schwartz is going to have a great year, especially being with Jamie Benn. There's that chemistry between them two. And Schwartz has got something to prove this year. He was wasn't happy with his performance last year. It didn't, uh, you know, quantify for his uh, his uh, rookie performance of 28 goals. But he's gonna he's showing people he's a 28 goal guy. He's a 25, 30 goal guy. And I think the Blues will get that from him if he continues to play like this, especially with Braden Schenn. So that goal would be Gunnarsson's second of the year. Schwartz gets his fifth assist, and it was at 15 seconds in. So I guess that answers the question of whether the Blues would get uh, off to a quick start. So they take the lead early in the first period. Uh, The Rangers did put some pressure on uh, Jake Allen right after this goal. And like I said, they can move that puck around quickly, and they did. And uh, Mike Zabanajet got a great goal to tie this game up at one apiece, just about two minutes and 22 seconds into the first.
0: Riders at the side of the net. Zagrello through the Zibanejad. Now Shattenkirk, wrist shot, save, rebound, SCORE! Mika Zibanejad!
3: It's a power play goal! And the game is tied! Damn, so many good things happen on this. The early part of the power play, Kevin Shattenkirk twice. Kept the puck in the zone by making good plays. That didn't. That did not allow St. Louis to get a change. And then the Rangers just kept on going. You're going to see a pass here from Butchnevich right there, backhand to the other side, kind of a no look pass. And Zabanajad moved in. The initial shot from Chet Kirk will get an assist on the play. The beautiful pass from Butchnevich and the finish by Zabanajad.
2: A great pass from Busnevich to Zabanajet, and just no question on that one. Zabanajet's a great goal scorer. In fact, that was his fifth of the year. And as I said, the assist was by Busnevich and, of course, the former Blue Shattenkirk. Uh, just a nice, nice goal if you're a Rangers fan to see and or if you appreciate hockey. Hey, even Blues fans can appreciate some good goals, and this was a, a good goal, a power play goal. The Rangers got back in it quickly, and they tied this game up at one apiece. The rest of the first period, I say it was a back and forth period. I think both teams had some good opportunities. Uh, I tell you what, though, Carter Hutton, he may be our number two goalie, but man, he played like a number one goalie. He looked awesome. He didn't look like a guy that has not played since the preseason. He did not. And he didn't look great in the preseason. He looked awesome last night, and he kept the Blues in at this first period when the Rangers did have some pressure on Jay, on uh, on him. And also, uh, the Blues put some pressure on Lundquist, but both goalies were up to task until about 13 minutes in, the Blues would get a goal from one of their new arrivals, Braden Shin, and it would be a power play goal to give the Blues a 2-1 to lead.
0: Now the Blues on the power play. And that pass blocked but Shen gets it back to Stasny wide open and a shot that goes wide they score banked off the goaltender
3: and the Blues take a 2-1 lead. I think Shen will get the goal. Good play by Stasny when he was going down the right side to move the puck just out of the reach of the defenseman and he was able to get a shot on the forehand albeit not a very hard one but he did a great job in order just to get that shot here's that keep in by shen on the near side there's the play i'm talking about with stastny and then shen comes in and banks it right off the goaltender the outstretched pad there i don't know how that went in i don't think lundquist knows either holy jumping what a play by Chen to keep it in
2: that goal there is on the rangers for not being able to clear that puck good thing for the blues they didn't because braden Shen was right there to stop it and just a great goal by Braden shin You know, it's one of those goals that people are going to say is a junk goal. But, man, it's a goal. And it was a goal due to his hard work. He kept the puck in. The puck went on net. He got the rebound, was a little bit behind the goal there and just Banked it off the back of the pad of uh, Henrik Lundqvist, and it gives the Blues a 2-1 to lead. Nothing wrong with that goal. Braden Shin gets his second goal of the as, of, as a Blue this year. And Stasny, who's played great, I keep praising him this year. He's looking very good, especially when it comes to dishing that puck off to guys like Schwartz and Shin. Uh, that would be 13 minutes and 30 seconds into the first period. Power play goal for the Blues, and the Blues are up 2-1. to the second period would see the Rangers get a lot of opportunities against Carter Hutton. He stood strong. The Blues had opportunities, but the best opportunity in the whole period was when the former Blue and the new Blue, who was re-signed this year to come in after Fabry got hurt, and that would be Scotty Upshaw had a great, great breakaway uh, against Lunquist, and he just couldn't quite get it out of his skates good enough to get a good enough shot on Lundqvist, and Lundqvist makes a save to keep the Rangers in it at 2-1. to one.
0: Nash checked by Edmondson. Taken away by Scotty Upshaw, trying to break in against McDonough. Upshaw to the net, save by Lundquist. Oh, great speed.
2: The Blues really weathered the storm. They almost went up there 3-1, to one, but Lundquist kept the Blues out of the goal in the second period, and Hutton had to stand strong to keep the Rangers out because there was times... The Blues just could not get that puck out of their own end. The Rangers were cycling it around a lot. They had some momentum in that second period. The Blues kind of, like I said, weathered the storm, and they went into the third period still up 2-1. to one opportunities on both ends for both teams in this third period. The Blues had a couple, the Rangers had a couple, and you would think that Carter Hutton was a seasoned veteran instead of Linquist. I mean, Lindquist played great, don't get me wrong, but we expect that out of Henrik Lunquist for years for the Rangers, and he's been one of the top five goalies in the league for years. Carter Hutton's been a backup his whole career, and we know he's a good goalie, and he showed it. Both goalies did in the third period by making great saves like these.
0: As the Rangers control the faceoff, and Brady Shea leads the attack. And a Ooh. shot. Pat save. Tricky one on goal. And Hutton has it with his left glove. Tricky,
3: tricky save there because it just glanced off the heel of the stick of Alex Petrangelo. is trying to hold it up and try to take as much away as possible. But man, if that's clean, then it's easy for the goaltender to make that save. But when it goes off the stick there, it changed direction and went back. You can see the way uh, Carter Hutton was going a little to his right. That's where the shot was initiated, but he had enough strength on the edges to be able to push back to his left. Rangers get a man back. Petrangelo in tight to the net.
0: What a save by Lundqvist on Stastny And Grabner. a shorthanded breakaway. Here he comes, and a save by Carter Hutton. What a save shorthanded. Here's Hayes on Dunn. Curls to make a play. McDonough the shot. Saved by Hutton. Another shot. Oh, Hutton got over. A sprawling save, and he made another stop on the second rebound. Uh And he has
2: been brilliant here in the third period. Carter Hutton was definitely not outdone by Henrik Lundqvist last night. Not just in the score and the way things went in the game, but Carter Hutton made a lot more difficult saves than Lundqvist had to. And Carter Hutton, in my mind, was just... Just great as Jake Allen has been all season long. It's awesome to see Carter Hutton get the opportunity to play like he did. He deserves it. He's a good goaltender. Is he a number one every night that can play 55, 60 games? No, probably not. But is he a good goaltender? Yes, and he's a great goaltender to have as a backup, which the Blues need. Uh, after those opportunities, the Rangers, towards the end of the game, were able to pull their goalie, Lundqvist, I believe with about two minutes left, a minute 58, something like that, to get some opportunities. They had uh, some slight opportunities, but uh, Jaden Schwartz gets the empty net goal to sew this one up and give the Blues a 3-1 win.
0: And a big face-off win by Shen. Got it from Zibanejad. And the puck rolls down the ice. Here's Sabotka trying to get there. He does. Wide open net for Schwartz, and he scores! Schwartz, an empty net goal, and the Blues take a 3-1 lead.
2: Schwartz, he gets the third goal of the game, the empty netter, and, a man, he deserves it. Played a great, great game along with Sabotka and Shen. I mean, all-around great effort from the defense, the offense, and, of course, the man of the night, Carter Hutton. That would be Jaden Schwartz's second goal of the year, Sabolka's fourth assist and Petrangelo's fourth assist. 18 minutes and 13 seconds into the third. After that, the Rangers really didn't have too much. They went back to full strength and then tried to pull Lundquist again and weren't able to do anything. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of this game. The Blues, of course, go to 4-0-0 for only the second time in the history of the franchise. Nice to see. The Rangers fall to one, three and oh, and their record really doesn't show. You know, they actually probably should be two and two, but they fall to one, three and oh. Shots on goal. The Blues cut it down a little bit. The Rangers had 33, the Blues had 23. Power plays, both teams were one for four. The Blues were really being destroyed in face-offs after the second period, but they kind of shored that up a little bit. I believe it was like 65 or 69%. The Rangers were winning after two periods. They improved a little bit on that, and the Blues got 45% of the faceoffs, and the Rangers ended up with 55. Gunnarsson amazingly gets his second goal of the year. Shin gets a power play goal his second. Schwartz gets the empty netter, had two assists. Petrangelo had an assist. Sabotka had an assist, in the man of the night, I, I just can't say enough about him. Carter Hutton had 32 saves and really won this game for the Blues. Savannah Jad had a power play goal, his fifth. He's been really hot for the Rangers this year in their four games. Five goals in four games is pretty damn hot. uh, uh he get uh, had an assist. Shatkerk had an assist. Lundqvist didn't play bad, just did not play as well as uh, uh, Carter Hutton did, and he gets the loss, made 20 saves. Let's go ahead and get into the post-game press conference where we're going to, of course, hear from uh, the star of the night, Carter Hutton, Braden Shin, who also played awesome, and, of course, Coach Mike on this big win, the second on this four-game road trip for the Blues.
4: Yeah, we work hard. We play well. Uh, they got a pretty dangerous team. You know, every time you face them, you know they're going to get their chances. And, uh, you know, I thought tonight uh, we settled in. Our penalty kill was huge after they got the first one, and then from there we uh, – Played solid and it was a, you know, it was a great game. I thought after we got went two one, I thought Hank made a lot of big saves. You know, kept the game tight and then uh, we were able to hang on. Did you feel
2: some? Uh, I mean, the team wins the first three games. you feel a little pressure to come in and keep the
4: streak going. Ah, uh, yeah, a little bit. You know what I mean? But I always put pressure on myself. Yeah. You know, either way, you know, if we're zero three. I come in, you're still pressured. Yeah, I haven't played. Yeah, exactly. That's my job. And uh, yeah, you know, I, it's kind of the role I've been kind of. You know, I am play a lot of the back to backs, you know, on the road and stuff like that. So, you know, pretty comfortable in my career with uh, playing a different building, tough building. And, you know, I thought the team did a great job in front of me.
2: There were some questions about this team coming into the season with all the injuries. And here you guys are standing at 4 0. Have
1: you surprised yourself at all?
4: Yeah, you know, I think a little bit. You know, I think we continue. I thought we had a good playoff run, you know, and I think first three games, you know, we've been really four games sorry we've been really solid. And you know, you look at our big big players. You know, vladdy has been great, and you know, I think Jake's been awesome too. And you know, a guy like Petro's playing a ton of minutes and a lot of shutdown minutes, and you know, that's huge. And the young guys are getting a chance, they're doing their job, and you know, it's it's kind of rewarding for those guys. At the same time, looking in the future, we have a lot of big big players coming back as well. You had the lead third period. You knew they were coming at you. How'd you prepare for that? Uh you know, honestly just like one shot at a time, you know, try to just try to be aggressive with the rush, read plays. Uh I thought in the first period I was a little slow. I, I think just kinda maybe just my my mind just not really on the puck, you know, kinda getting a little too locked in and, and then I thought as the game went on I got a little more flow and stuff I think that's just lack. I'm not really getting a lot of minutes in yet. And uh you know, I, I think for me just engaging off the rush, you know, I look at the game you think of the game last year we played them in St. Louis, they had a ton of stuff off the rush and they have so many fast players so for me, just trying to be set and kind of match their speed, and you know, I thought then from there we did a good job of keeping shots to the outside. I'm
1: big saves, twice on Busevich and then one on Nash.
4: Yeah, you know that's just uh, I don't really know. What to say you know, just battle. You know that's kind of my uh, my mo. You know, in practice, wherever it is, you know, uh, you know you don't play. I don't play a ton of games, and you know sometimes there's lots of rest, so I, I compete hard in practice to set myself up for moments like that. What about Grabner coming down? Yeah, you know, you, I yeah. knew he he didn't have a big a big step, but I knew he was coming. He can wheel, you know. You you know who the players are, and for me, I was just trying to match his speed, be able to be aggressive, and uh, you know, I thought we had enough back pressure on him that puck was rolling. He had to make a quick shot, and you know, I was able to get my shoulder on it.
5: I just well, first I just seen Staz coming across the the middle there, and able to, uh, you know, I don't know if his shot got deflected. It kind of came off the end boards pretty pretty fast, and um, I've seen Lunquish kind of off his post, and you see sometimes guys bank him in, and that's what I tried for, and. Uh, uh, I banked it, and I didn't even know it went in until I seen sank put his arms up in the air. So definitely take uh, goals like that.
4: Mike said pre One of the reasons why are 3-0 in spite of injuries is because those veterans are kind of stepping up. I mean, how much are you guys taking it upon yourselves to pull the rope a little bit more with the pieces you are missing?
5: Yeah, well, obviously, we, no secret we're missing uh, top players on our team, and, and uh, you know, whether it's veteran players or... Or goalies, or whoever, uh, guys are stepping up each night, and uh, that's what that what make, makes a, a good team. And and uh, guys are doing it so far. So four and zero, we'll take it. And we got two tough games in Florida. Um, so good start to the season so far, though. I know you've been singing Jaden's praises the past couple of weeks, but these show you even more tonight. It just seems like he's everywhere. Yeah, I, I think I've, I know, I'm sure I talked to you about it. He's just a uh, good thing about him. Um, you know, he sees the ice so well. Um, you know, he makes plays, but. There's not too many guys that'll work harder than him on the ice. You just see him. It's not only back check and and winning battles. It's just how he 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 hounds pucks on the forecheck and tries to, you know, not just forecheck to forecheck, but to to take pucks away from him and create turnovers. And he's so good at it. And and um, he's a lot of fun to play with. so hope to keep going like right out of the gate to get that steal and then set up Gunnarsson for the goal That's kind of examples. Ex- example example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It gets a steal uh, You know creates some space for himself, gets his head up and makes a great backhand pass to, to set up uh, The opening goal in the first shift so um, stuff like that that um, Obviously doesn't get overlooked and and obviously is a huge piece to this team three games
6: in uh, less than four days really um, You know, I thought the guys battled really hard. There were some moments and some times where the, the fatigue showed up, uh, especially in our execution, some uh, some, some sort, of sort of uncharacteristic turnovers. But uh, but the guys really battled hard, and I, I thought Hutz did a great job. You're going battle big. You two big stops there in the third yeah. period. I'm twice and a yeah, yeah, exactly. That was obviously a key moment in the game um so his first game of the regular season guys wanted to, uh, to to play well in front of him and dig in defensively again i thought that there were some times where where you know fatigue started to show and we weren't moving our feet and we started to turn some pucks over uh when that happened he was there but uh but for the most part most of the night we were pretty solid in our game
2: you're probably now cuz it's a four games yeah. all the injuries at the start of the year and you're sitting here at 4-0 have yeah. you even surprised yourselves a little bit with this? Uh, <laughs> i think
6: that what we what the approach that we took is that we're just going to you know uh, it, we did it last year you know if, if you look back at last year uh, we lost a lot of injured inj- uh, guys to injury uh, we started calling up the Barbashevs, the pay RVs um, Sanfords young kids we started to insert them in the lineup um, and we, we just it's the next man up that's that's the mentality that our group has you know we're not going to allow any excuses to creep in um, you know I think that our veteran players have really raised their game and stepped up and and uh, and delivered in a big way for us. Um, and then the guys that are filling in know that they've got to come in and they've got to perform, and uh, and we've seen that this year. Brady Brayden has been fitting in nicely? Yesterday with a big shootout win, today with a big goal, big goal early. Yeah, he's been he's been better than advertised for me personally first off he's a great pro uh, great fit uh, inside our locker room and with our group Um, and then uh, I've really liked him at center I mean he's you know if there is any concern or uncertainty about him and his ability to play at center it's 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 a race from my mind now because um, when you watch him there first off he distributes the puck really well Uh, he's made a lot of really key uh, plays and setting up goals uh, his defensive game has been real solid He's a big body who can really battle and be uh, be hardened and uh, separate guys down low um, So he's been a great fit
5: Mike, So many Hustle plays by Jaden Schwartz as we see all the time the one to start the game But then you're on the PK and he offsets it with the steal and you know break away the other way just Continue to expect that from him. I do
6: that's for me. It's just that's what I go in every game expecting he's uh, his relentlessness, his tenacity to go along with that kind of speed, skill, and 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 hockey sense is uh, it's rare to find those things. And uh, you know, I said this last year—he's going to start getting more and more attention. He's just—he's just starting to scratch the surface, and uh, and I think that the world's going to start taking notice what a great hockey player he is.
2: Indeed, what a great hockey player, Jake Schwartz is. The sky's the limit with this guy. He could be a perennial 30 goal scorer, and I'm not talking out of my butt. I'm being serious here. This guy could be a perennial 30-goal scorer. And it's great to see the Blues have him tied up for several years to come because I, I, the, the ceiling's a limit for this guy. Is he going to be a, a, a Tarasenko, possibly a 50-goal scorer? No. But he could be a perennial 30-goal scorer. And how many perennial 30-goal scorers do you really see besides, besides the top you know, 10, 8 to 10 players? Uh, he's going to be a good one, and the Blues are very happy to have him. I thought Schwartzy could have very easily been one of the stars of the game. Uh, Carter Hutton uh, had to be number one. Number two uh, was Braden Shin. And, you know, I, I guess I could give Schwartzy and Sabotka both uh, the number three, 3A and 3A, because I'm not going to give a 3B. Uh, both of those guys uh, just deserve a number three star. Sabotka played very well. Uh, the whole team played well. They continue to keep bringing their defensemen up. And until teams start making adjustments for that, these defensemen are going to get some great chances. They're just going to. And, you know, Gunnarsson may keep scoring. You know, he may have 8 to 10 goals in a season. I don't know. But if these teams don't make adjustments, the Blues are going to take advantage of him. Mike Hill is not going to, going to sit back and just sit there and, and not do it. Uh, And once the teams start making adjustments to bring guys closer to that blue line where these defensemen are playing and having to cover the defensemen, it's going to open up the forwards huge. It's going to be huge for the Blues. So it's going to be a two-headed snake. Do you cover the forwards? Do you cover the defensemen? What do you do? And if the Blues continue to do that, they're going to be very successful this year. I did notice in this game a little bit of an adjustment there wasn't as much standing around as they had in the previous game against the Islanders that allowed the Islanders to come back and tie that game. There was a little bit of it, but not as near much. There weren't as many guys reaching for pucks and standing still and not moving their legs. They they had a few episodes like that, but they weren't long-lasting. And it's nice to see that. I think Coach Mike has probably addressed that. And I'm hoping they keep working on it to where we don't see it hardly at all. If, if we don't see that hardly at all, the defensemen keep scoring – This team's going to be hard to beat. Everybody's talking about the Blackhawks. Oh, the Blackhawks this, the Blackhawks that, the Blackhawks this. If the Blues continue to play like they are, the Blues are going to be one of the top teams in the Western Conference, if not in the NHL. So let's hope that happens. They've got two more games on this road trip coming up. They've got the Florida Panthers on Thursday. Not going to be an easy game. I think Florida's really improved. And they've got Tampa Bay on Saturday. Tampa's going to be a tough, tough team in their home building on Saturday. So it's good the Blues got these two wins out. I want them to win at least one of the next two to go 3-1. and one. You're talking about a successful road trip. Do I hope for 4-0? and oh? Yeah, that'd be great. That would be awesome to start the, the season 7-0, or 6-0, sorry. That would be great. That would be just awesome. So let's uh, cheer the Blues on in their next couple games. Thanks again, guys, for joining me for another episode of the Drop Podcast. You know, the Drop Podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. They're great. You know, they, they help promote my podcast. I'm part of their family and guys, it is a family. Everybody at Lineup media gets along great. We go on each other's shows. I was recently on the blues NHL podcast with Jim Cromer and uh, Jamie rivers and Darren Campbell. Great guys, great people to work with. If you don't like sports, or you know someone that doesn't like sports but they love podcasts, have them go to lineupmedia.fm. There's something there for everybody. There's something there for the younger crowd. There's something there for women. There's something there for men. There's something there for everybody that you guys like. And, uh, Lineupmedia.fm is the fastest growing podcast company. So please check out our podcast. Thanks again, guys, for joining me on The Drop. I've been your host, Lance Descott. I will see you back on Friday for another episode of The Drop when we recap the Florida Panthers-Blues game. Until next time, enjoy your hockey, take it safe, and let's go Blues.